Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. Jack, uh, did you say a bunch of grown adults? Because I didn't get invited to that. It's, what? Sorry? Are, are you all are you all eating like breakfast for lunch? Like, am no, I the only one who didn't get invited? A, sorry, a bunch of grown adults. Oh, I'm okay. sorry if I made it sound like there were delicious pancakes. On offer, not accurate. I apologize. All right. Well, uh, next time I'm on, I expect an egg bake and re- in like apology. Okay, fair enough. An egg bake is that like a uh, quiche, but in a uh, like a casserole dish? Kinda, yeah. Okay, fair enough. I do like those. Uh, so no, we're not here to talk about eggs. However, <laughs> we're here to talk about Power Rangers. <laughs> um, this episode is. Well, we'll talk about it when we get to it. I had a, I had, the, Turbo has, I know we're going to get into this because Lexi hates the show and that's fine. Uh, I, th- <laughs> I think that I've been getting some of the, like, this show doesn't know what the fuck it's doing season one energy from it. And I've been enjoying it. So we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, but before we do that. I have three talking about things to talk are, about. Are Damn. you going to introduce us, maybe? Yeah, that'd be oh, nice. I have completely so th- destroyed his intro. I'm so <laughs> yes, happy. I have... Th- no, actually, Fabby, the things... The three three things I have to talk about <laughs> are the people I have to introduce. <laughs> so first, uh, we've got Fabby. <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's been, like, five weeks, six weeks. I Remember I, I joined the show... For some reason, yeah, man, that's like that's like five or six times the amount that bare naked ladies could provide. Good job. It's been. It's five. I don't know the lyrics. I'm sorry. Uh, wow. Good, good you, wait, 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 wait. I need everything to stop real quick. <laughs> it's been Zach. What are the words after it's been? <laughs> what is it one week it's the name of the song oh okay it's not wait the song's not called it's been <laughs> you just you know i understand been. trailing off of the lyrics of one week but trailing off before you get to the phrase one week 
<laughs> I thought it was just immediately five days, but that's wrong. I that didn't sound right. That's so. the second verse. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, we, I so guess we got I Fabby. know all the lyrics to one week. Man, I don't know how this happened, but but Lexi completely fucked up my flow with her intro, <laughs> and I don't know why. Um, but it's Lexi's just a superpower here. I have. <laughs> yeah, you know, we've always been baffled by eggs here on this podcast. Yeah, that is so. true. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm just really, really glad that I could finally come back to just destroy the basic structure of the show and make it unlistenable. I, I guess I will also like say that, and if you're listening, you know this, but. Our recording schedule and everything's been real weird. We did the movie, then we did, uh, or the movies for Christmas. We did like two, the movie for the, the movie for the show. And then we did like a couple regular episodes and then it all got weird. So we're back on track for now. Uh, but yeah, so that might also be part of why I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But also joining me here is Luke. I sure am. Yeah. Okay, he's here. Great, we did it. Now, Zach, I have do anime babes make you think the wrong thing? <laughs> they are th- 13 when that show that's starts. That's why I didn't specify Sailor Moon, even though I know he <laughs> says it's that cartoon that's got the boom anime babes. <laughs> now, do you think he didn't know that or just thought no one would call him out oh, I, on Oh, it? he absolutely didn't know. Okay, Because in enough. fairness, they look like no 14-year-old has ever looked in the history of time. This also, is very true. in fairness, that the entire like free verse part of that song was yeah. just completely rattled off, almost stream of consciousness in a single take. As like uh-huh. a like he did it as like an example of how it would go, and then they listened to it like actually, you know what? That's good. Let's just go. They with were that. just like just put that in, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That would explain the chickeny China, the Chinese chicken. Uh huh. Um, you have a drumstick <laughs> and your brain stops sticking. Watching it files with the lights, lights on. on. Okay. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Uh, so I do have a couple things to talk about this week. Talking about things. Let's see which one should I start with. So I guess the first one I'm going to talk about is uh, if you are like me and live on the hell site that is Twitter.com. Never uh, been there. <laughs> don't if you haven't been there, don't go. Like yeah, stay what, away. What is I don't know. I think I think it is worth going to specifically twitter.com slash teenagers with attitude and te- twitter.com slash audio entropy and just, you know, seeing what seeing See what, what those happens? two feeds have going <laughs> and, for them. And don't twitter. go anywhere else though. Slash tabletop camera. That's a, another good one you could go to. But eh. um if you go, okay, fair, wow, rough, okay, uh, but if you uh, do go there, oh, you might Twitter, have seen a couple weeks ago, because God, we can't do anything in a timely fashion, uh, Lady Gaga put out a new music video, and a really weird thing happened, which is that the entire internet decided that the new music video she put out was like a Power Rangers ripoff. I um, didn't hear or see this? Yeah, same. So, so she put out uh, uh, their first single from... I like these uh, weeks when instead of actual news, Zach just updates us on the Power Rangers Twitter drama. <laughs> I mean, so the only reason I'm really mentioning it is because it was a thing where I saw it because I like Lady Gaga. And then 
immediately like it, I made like a haha. She looks like she's got like some Sentai shit on, and then the whole internet also said that same thing. So it became a weird thing where then even like the official Power Rangers Twitter tweeted at Lady Gaga's Twitter that was like haha. Power Rangers. Um, but anyway, uh, it is, it, it's funny because I don't know if, uh, if that was on purpose, but apparently fr- the album it's from is called Chromatica. So it, there is definitely some just like big, uh, like color stuff going on where they're, uh, I'm trying to find a link also, by the way, which is why. Um, I can't fucking talk. Uh, but anyway, uh, the whole internet decided Lady Gaga should be Rita Repulsa, and honestly, I could think of worse casting. It's Sh- fine. Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, she, she wears, uh, three different costumes in it. One is, uh, like, straight up kind of looks like Rita Repulsa from the most recent movie, but, but pink. Uh, and then one looks like basically, um... Uh, like Power Rangers slash Halo armor. Um, I cannot fucking find any pictures. I'm gonna stop looking. So anyway, the internet decided <laughs> Lady Gaga is uh is uh, a Power Rangers fan. I don't think she probably thought about that at all and just <sighs> went ahead and she you did play Bayonetta that one time, and I know it's not a one to one, but it makes the the possibility of her being into Power Rangers more than zero. I feel like anyone roughly, you know, her, I think she's, she's, how old is Lady Gaga, Zach? She's about our age. Yeah, so like anyone about our age probably has some familiarity with Power Rangers. It was fucking everywhere in the 90s. That is true. Um, I I just thought it was kind of interesting that, that mostly I thought it was funny that I made this stupid joke because my brain is infected and I compare everything <laughs> to Power Rangers, like to the point Jesus where it sister. irritates my wife. Uh, but then the whole internet also did it. So at least I didn't feel as alone. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Wow, I yeah. got two of them, and then I fucked that last link up really bad. <laughs> Zach, I'm Zach. I'm worried a like rogue computer program is going to take over my computer if I read all of this. <laughs> I am so sorry. I just did that. Um, uh, Lady Gaga is 33. Okay, yeah. Okay. So she's a little bit older than me. But yeah, a uh, whole internet did a, a fun haha. Lady Gaga is Power Rangers. Uh, I guess the reason I sort mm-hmm. of also think it might be interesting is that since the album's called Chromatica, maybe her whole, like, the whole album's gonna be like this, which I'll take more weird fucking music videos uh, from Lady Gaga. I will accept them. You give them to me, I will have them. Songs, fine. It's okay. <laughs> All right, next thing to talk about. Uh, because Power Ranger actors have to cling to relevance any way they can um, and just hold on to it for dear life, uh, the actor who uh, played young Rocky when they were all time warped. Oh, yeah. Has- the actor from the Three Ninjas movies. Yes. Has challenged uh, the actor who plays Justin from Power Rangers Turbo to an MMA fight. Uh, because A knight of- in shining armor. I guess because of the shit he said about the Gold Ranger 
in Great. the current show. This is okay. really stupid, but in terms of <laughs> stupid things happening in 2020, it's not even close to the top. So, you know what? Sure, why not? To me, it's my first reaction was like, that's not how to solve problems. And then my second reaction was, that's so stupid that I'm <laughs> kind of like coming around on it. Like, I don't know. I also love that in his like challenge, he really pushes like, he basically says he's Rocky, which is uh, a dubious anyone, claim. Anyone get a hold of Steve Cardenas? Like, <laughs> yeah, we should try. Dude. Now, to be fair, nobody's Rocky. Rocky is a made-up <laughs> fictional character that existed in a television mm, show. I don't know. I think Rocky is real, and he's my friend. And powerful. If he was, <laughs> no actor who has portrayed him would be him, though. Like, he's either an extant person, independent of all those things, or he's a fictional character, and anyone who's played him has equal claim to so, being him. Yeah, he's more like the Holy Spirit. Um, Go on. I want to hear this. <laughs> you know, the Spirit has been Rocky training for possesses this. <laughs> certain people to like really, really embody all all that Rocky represents. Uh, his humbleness, his uh, love for biking times, his fond memories with his dog Buster. Uh, okay, you know, I was going to ask you to describe the entirety of Rocky. In mm-hmm. an, Rocky's essence, and never mind. I think you she did. did. You, yeah. you got yeah. it. She pretty much nailed it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, you did forget the Camus that he does love out uh, Camus, but you know that's all. That's okay. I thought that was like a minor aspect. You know, <laughs> fair enough. Um, so I think that's really funny and really stupid. Uh, the posturing that like actors minor actors from 20 year old tv shows do on twitter is one of the funnier things that still happens on a regular basis on there uh so that's uh that's very very funny and then finally one that's actually kind of cool and sort of important um in the new uh common common writer zero one uh they uh there is a series of like um androids that are part of the plot um, and the, the newest one that's going to be in the show, uh, is played by a non-binary actor, which I think is really cool. Oh, uh, they, um, their name is Satsuki Nakayama. I hope I got that right. It's the best I can do. Um, and they have become famous relatively recently. I was reading a translated article from a Japanese lifestyle magazine called Vogue Girl, um, and basically, they were interviewing uh, them, and and uh, they do modeling for male uh, clothing brands. So the 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 magazine was referring to them as a quote genderless woman, which I don't know if that's as bad in Japanese as it sounds in English, <laughs> but doesn't sound great. Um, and they basically corrected them and and said they were agender or or exgender. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. Like, you know, I, I want, I wish Power Rangers, we've talked about it before. It's that weird blend of both doing a pretty good job of being diverse and also not being very progressive at Uh the exact same time. (laughs) Um, and so it's nice to see something where it's like, oh, that's actually fucking rules. Good. I'm glad some, something's going on like that in Kamen Rider. I need to watch the new, newest season. 
because I've been hearing really good things. So that's it. That's all our things. I had a bunch saved up. We have knocked them out. We may now talk about... What, do you not want to? No, <laughs> we don't I'm, just, have I'm to. just laughing at the... Well, we have, I suppose, gotten over with the, you know, <laughs> contents of this podcast. <laughs> the sacrifices you know, Zach does to bring bring you all the people the news. Yeah, the mm-hmm. things I do where I, like, troll Twitter for, like, 20 minutes and then go, like, I could talk about that for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, for uh, almost 20 minutes. So, yeah. yeah. So now let's talk about Power Rangers Turbo Season 1, Episode 6, Rally Ranger. And that won't take more than 20 minutes, right? Probably. Nah, we got this. Probably not. I, <laughs> not a lot I to talk about, to be honest. <laughs> like, I like this episode. Spoilers, I haven't been here in a while. I really, really like Turbo. I think it's my favorite of any of the seasons that have been covered in the show. And yes, I am including Alien Rangers. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's not... I, that's the faintest of praise. <laughs> Coming from me? Yeah. Fabi loves Alien Rangers. Yeah. I'm just so Alien happy Rangers that everyone loves two. Turbo. I, I mean, uh, Luke, I'm going to level with you. I think it's like, it's not no, significantly worse but than other seasons. I'm but- so glad that everybody loves Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I re and also uh, because I know this won't be controversial. This g- submarine crew is my favorite group of villains we've had so far. I'm. I think. I think maybe I'm just gonna like leave. I don't need to be here. <laughs> <laughs> the show's really good, Lexi. Uh, it's not I, though. <laughs> I. I. I totally understand because so there's this thing that that um a lot of. Uh, like, I remember my parents when, when I was growing up, like, they fucking hated when I would watch Spongebob. Uh-huh. Um, and I made them sit down and watch a couple episodes with me. And, uh, if you haven't really watched it, early Spongebob has, like, some pretty solid comedy writing in it. Still. Yeah. Um, and they were like, oh, I like, this has is actually pretty good. And so, so, so why were you so mad when I was watching it? And they were like, because his voice is fucking irritating. <laughs> and I think there is some of that in this in terms of like Elgar just talking like I think Elgar is funny I like the bits they really? write for him well I do yes but what I was gonna say is there is definitely an aspect of every time we're down in the submarine they gave everybody kind of a really irritating voice even though I sort of like some of the characters mm-hmm. so Objection, it can be a little tough. Yes, the Yes, Elgar uh-huh. has the Texas? exact same voice as uh, Rito Revolto. I agree. They're the same exact voice. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Zero percent difference. I think the big difference for me was that Rito... I think Rito if I cut w- voice clips of both of them and had you listened to them blind, you would not be able to tell which was which. Here's the thing. Rito's or voice, Rito Revolto's voice kind of sucks, too. Yeah, it's definitely not the best of of the the Moon Crew. I I don't know. I I I am enjoying them. I think it's the, too early for me to say that. The difference is Rito by himself would have been excruciating, but they kept pairing him up with characters who I actually enjoyed, which made it more tolerable because he was part of a back and forth that was kind sure. of justifying his existing presence. Whereas Algar is just an annoying voice among annoying voices doing annoying things, and I... Ugh. How <laughs> right? dare you badmouth the guy in the scuba suit whose name I His forgot, name is Poro, Luke. His name is Poro. Thank you. 
He's the spotlight character He's in so this episode. Good. How do you not know his name? His <laughs> voice is a delight. Also, both of you just assume I watched the episode. That's All fair. right, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Luke um, is here to defend Power Rangers Turbo, not to watch it. Exactly. <laughs> so, so I am enjoying them, but I think it's too early for me to say they're my favorite. Now, this episode starts with who is my new favorite character in Power Rangers. Uh, and his name is Warren, and he is the shittiest boy, and I love him. He is, I wrote down in, on, I opened a computer, or uh, I opened a document on my computer, and I named it Teenies 2020, <laughs> and I wrote new character Warren, and then I saved it and closed the, so, closed the file. Here's my only complaint for Warren. Is that he's got an ascot, which makes me think rich kid, but he doesn't talk with an absurd posh accent. He, he, okay, Warren is a bully. He's, I guess, Justin's age. He's like 12. Uh, and he talks like he watched a bunch of old, like, British, uh, uh, cozy mysteries where like murder mysteries and then was just like I want to be the shitty villains in those like Can't that was this his podcast role. with a bunch of fucking Warren supporters <laughs> god damn it that's wow. gonna be so dated but sure yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be wildly dated but anyway <laughs> Uh, he, he, no, I'm sure everyone's still gonna be fucking talking about it in like two weeks whenever this airs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so Warren, uh, we open on a box, a uh, soap car, uh, soap car. Wait, soap what are they called? Soapbox derby. Box. Soapbox derby. Um, and Warren is has a black. I, uh, I, a, I hope if you're gonna watch this episode, I hope you like. Uh, car chase type movie tropes being played out on little box cars. Yeah, it's great. Because that is the crux of pretty much anything that happens in this episode. Has anyone in this call ever done or even seen a soapbox Oh, wait, that's not like super common in America. I just assume y'all were having them all the time and we didn't have them in Mexico. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it was super common in like the 50s. It is one of those tropes yeah. in kids' shit that, like, you would assume was everywhere, I, like lava and quicksand, I, for right, example. I yeah. totally remember, <laughs> like, a TV movie with Frankie Muniz about soap, uh, soap car driving, uh, and a bunch of uh-huh. other shows. I th- we I had them, but they weren't like this. They were like you make a little like model okay, one, that's, and that's you... Pinewood Derby, Luke. That's a different. Oh, yeah, thing. Pine... all right, fucking whatever. <laughs> I did Pinewood Derbies, but I've never done this or even seen one or heard of one in my area. So I, I yeah, mean, no, well, I, I don't hear were... about a lot of children's activities. I think but... Pinewood really... Derbies in your area. I think they were really common at one point, but like by the nineties, we'd moved on to like right. But Just not a hedgehog. Who needs to go like, you know, five miles an hour in a pinewood car when you can use blast processing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But this does fit with our theory that every every writer for Power Rangers is ninety years old. Yes, at least that like makes fits with what's going. Yeah, on. Yeah, no, they're right. all mentally stuck in the nineteen fifties, one hundred percent. So Warren uh, has a black soapbox derby. That's he's how you know he's black... the bad guy. Yeah, he's wearing a black helmet. 
He has black goggles and he does wear, he's wearing, I guess it's an ascot. It's also like a racing or driving scarf. Oh, is that what it is? And he has fingerless gloves also. uh, So, you know, he's cool. Um, Okay. And he says, he's either the villain or a red herring for the next black ranger. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, And he says, eat my dust losers. Cause he's in front. And then, what would you know it, a blue a blue boxcar almost catches up with him. Oh, shit. Uh, and who could it be but our buddy Justin? It's Rocky! Oh, no. Man, that would be a wild twist. Rocky's <laughs> <laughs> competing with 12-year-olds in a fucking soapbox race? That would be incredible. Yeah, why not? If a fucking grown, graduated adult entered a children's soapbox derby... It's like, well, you know, we asked him a few questions, and he seemed to be about at the same level as the other competitors, so we figured, why not? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, But he's passing, he's about to pass Warren, uh, so Warren, because he's uh, a badass, pretty much just rams him off the course, and almost kills a bunch of people, which is wild. (laughs) I was expecting a fucking pod race ass, like, he flips some, like, blades out of the side of his car and, like, starts... (laughs) Wrecking it up. Th- that would make it too good. Then I would be too excited. So well, unfortunately, see, what no. actually happens is he just kind of is um, what's his face? Uh, kid Justin gets knocked <laughs> into some fucking bales at like two miles an hour, and everyone freaks out like he just had a fucking NASCAR crash. Now, in fairness, it does completely destroy his racer right, by slightly it's made bumping. Of, like wood that's barely a step removed from paper. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. He, when we we then go to the uh the the title sequence because for some reason in Turbo they've changed it so there's like cold opens. Whatever, it's fine. I um, want to make it hard like on me to like, like properly skip the uh opening credits. Yeah. Uh so when we get back um he, he, like, Justin is literally holding the steering wheel in his hands because it's come off, the door has fallen off, all that kind of thing. Uh, he gets out. I also, how, okay, listen, I've never, I will never claim that I've ever been fashionable. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know anything about fashion. I super didn't when I was a child. How many kid? How many eleven-year-olds wore polos to school? Or oh, there is me. definitely the kid who does that. <laughs> I, I, me, I wore polos. Oh, to school. okay, fair enough. I'm not saying it didn't happen. It's just I can't remember that that happening. I, I always oh yeah, wore, no, just there wore is, t-shirts. There is especially around the age of like middle school when yeah. uh, you know kids start realizing that. Controlling your wardrobe can help set your, can you know, set how people view you. Uh, there is definitely the type of kid who's like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna dress like what I think fashionable adults wear, and just you know, See, show everyone that I have fashion sense. But for me, it was the opposite of that. It was, oh no, no, my parents find me clothes. I put them on. <laughs> I, I guess this is, I this is a shirt. I don't care. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, so he's got a polo on, and he, which, which is just like again, it's just funny, a funny image of this this little kid in a polo and chinos getting out of like, a destroyed uh, <laughs> a little box car, totally fine. Um, 
Adam and uh, Kat are there, and they they were there to watch. Uh, to watch, and unfortunately, uh, they're like, "Oh, what's wrong? Or are you okay?" Rather, and he's like, "Yeah, it's fine, but my racers all jacked up." Um, Warren went on to ra- win the race, though we find out at this point that this was a practice race, yeah. which also is not a thing. I think no, no, this for- part, yeah, this part is I don't think real. Like they don't even no, call it a preliminary race; they just say it's like a practice. No, it yeah. was qualifying, of course. Uh, yeah, sure. Which if is that, why, but if that was the case, Justin wouldn't be able to participate tomorrow. Yeah, Justin DNF'd. He didn't finish. <laughs> um, you know, so, he, he he starts from behind everyone else. Oh, I see. He says he'll never get the true blue fixed in time because Justin hates secret identities. To be fair to Justin, he is a little child. No one would suspect him of being a Power Ranger. <laughs> well, okay, fair. Honestly, um, if any if anyone puts anything together, they'll be like, "Oh, you're a real big fan of the Blue Ranger, huh?" Yeah, yeah, like that's children fair. do. Yeah. Um. Uh. So Adam and Cat uh, offer to help Justin. Uh, and he's like, no, I'm, that's against the rules. You can't help me. Uh, I have to do it. Okay. We have to talk about the dynamic with Justin again. Mm-hmm. I know we keep doing it, but we hey, have to I haven't do it been again. Here. Let's, let's yes. get into this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here is what's happening in Power Rangers. There is a polycule. It's Adam, <laughs> it's Kat, and it's Tanya. Mm-hmm. This is true. No, and this they, is true. Sorry, and and they raise Justin as their child. Yeah. No, this, and this... Tommy and Tommy is the fucking shitty deadbeat dad who's never ever around, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then shows up to give shitty advice and like wants to be the good dad, but then just leaves because he has been in two minutes mm-hmm. of every Turbo episode. He's never around. Zach, this one hundred percent tracks with the episode I just watched today. Like, yes, one hundred percent. I agree. Like I, I, it's it is striking how much this show has become. Because okay, I don't, I still don't love Justin as the as the Blue Ranger. I don't really hate Justin as a character. There's so many like single one off kids that uh-huh. that and he's just all of them, right? It, it, it's not like a that new to Power Rangers. It's I just think that it would have been hilarious if he'd just been the Billy replacement, like. This little twelve-year-old was hanging around the the like remains of the command center because aren't Zora and Alpha gone? Yes. Yeah. So like he's just hanging out in the command center, like doing tech shit for them. I would. That would be love hilarious. That, to actually, me. yeah. Um. But but so this show has become. But yes, because he is all of those kids, as you said, Luke. This show is now about raising a child, like a bunch of teenagers raising a child, yeah. and then Tommy, who's off doing. Who the fuck knows what? Yeah. Like being <laughs> a race car driver, I guess it's not clear at all. No, um, he's a race car driver. What? Yeah, but you anyway, know, you do. Oh shit! I forgot. I wanted to yell at you for a little bit. Um, okay. So <laughs> only for two, a little bit. Only for a little bit. Only two episodes ago, there was the Tanya working in uh, in a radio station episode. Yes. I worked in the radio station straight out of high school. That's awesome. Uh, cool. Yeah, I didn't I wasn't a DJ. I was a 
I basically like made sure like the commercials went in time and if something I was more like the board operator while there were people on the radio and I was switching from commercials to to people. Um, it was also a TV station, so I also did some camera work. Uh, but yeah, I would, I totally believe that like she doesn't do radio. She doesn't do like maybe like on air stuff all the time. Just every now and then they're like, yeah, no one came in today. Just go ahead and get on. Okay, so fair enough. That happens. And, uh, Lexi also told me off air that we were hella wrong about the idea that a radio station would not have a way to receive a radio signal, which no, we yeah. said in the episode. Uh, so have, I apologize. They have, well, not all of them, but most old school radio stations have a radio tower. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know much about that kind of stuff, but... Like, isn't there literally a switch you could flip to turn a receiver into a transmitter and vice versa? See, yeah, so, See, I mean, I can talk about it being the person with an electrical engineering background and present yeah. on this call. Um, that's fair. Yeah, um, the thing about an antenna is they're not, like, they just interact with waves. It can go either direction. Like, the equipment that you need to process those waves back into audio is different from what you'd need to put out, but it's not like sure. it's hyper expensive that a radio station wouldn't be able to afford it. Um, the one the one possible limiting factor is depending on the nature of the antenna. Um, if they're broadcast only, they aren't going to need a very wide band, so they might just have an right. antenna that only operates on a very narrow frequency, which means they'll only be able to pick up a very narrow frequency. But in many cases, especially for small stations, like I would assume Angel Grove would have, they're probably going to have more of an omni, uh, a multicast antenna with a wider frequency range because they're probably not broadcasting 24-7 themselves. Some of what they're doing is probably mm-hmm. picking up from larger mm-hmm. stations nearby and rebroadcasting that content. That's exactly what I was going to say. That was one of the things I did. We used to, uh, it was like a news station, the one I worked in. And the thing, we had our own shows, but f- during most of the day, we just got the feed from the national station and su- and just switched to our commercials whenever they went to commercials. Makes um, sense. Yeah, not I know not all stations work like that, but a station without a lot of programming would probably do that. I think Honestly, it's very the funny. Antenna right? would be more expensive than the receiver equipment, probably. So there's not a whole lot of reason for them not to have that. Fair enough. I think it's very funny that we have like eight people on this podcast. And the three of them who knew that that was wrong were not on that episode, but are on this one. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I just... So, okay, thank you, uh, Fabi and Lexi, for telling me I'm a dumbass. I need it sometimes. Uh, You're welcome. Only sometimes. I love, Anytime, Zach, honestly. Uh, I love, I love the dynamic between uh, uh, Kat and Adam in this scene. I have never read them as having any kind of like romantic thing between them, but they are really adorable as as Justin listen, parents. Yeah, no, in listen, this scene. they're co-parenting. They're not in a relationship, mm-hmm. but they're yeah, co-parenting, right. and it's great. Yes, it's real cute. Honestly, uh, wh- the more I, Adam is definitely queer, and I think I I don't know as a person who's not either of these things. But I wouldn't be surprised uh, if there was a reading you could be doing a fathom of being uh, asexual or a, of or aromantic in some sort. 
Uh, I could yeah, definitely fair. see that. Um, so Stuart, uh, uh, not Stuart, uh, his name is Warren. He calls you Justin know, Stuart. Stuart. Man, where did Justin... you, where were you pulling Stuart from, Zach? Because he calls Justin Stuart, which is his last name, which oh. this is the first time we, we find that out on the show. Um, sure. I thought but, maybe you were uh, flashing back to a bully experience you had as no, a child. No, but this is where I decided I loved Warren because... God, the acting performance that this kid is doing, and I sw- I looked everywhere to try to find out this actor's <laughs> name. I could not find it. I'm so sorry. Um, is so so funny. Eric, please put in a little bit of of his speech. Tough luck, Stuart. Hey, I'd get that staring checked out if I were you. What'd you do that for, Warren? It's only a practice run. Every race counts. It looks like I won't be seeing you at the Derby tomorrow. Your racer's history. He says, like, you should get your steering checked out. <laughs> and, like, also... You get it? It's because the steering wheel was, like, completely broken. Yep. And you can't see him, but his whole body sways back and forth when he talks. And it's... I just... It's I don't know. I, I love him very much. He's very funny. Like, I'm not saying this episode or Turbo is, like, an awesome TV show that everyone should watch, but it's a pretty good episode of Power Rangers, and it's a pretty decent kids show. I think it's very funny. I love how shitty he is. I love that Justin points out rightly, like, why did you do that? This is a practice. And and Warren is like, well, fuck you. Every, yeah, he's like, every race counts. <laughs> and I mean, the uh, obvious he- answer is he broke your racer, so you can't participate in the real one. Like, that seems like a pretty <laughs> fucking solid plan I to j- me. I just realized who he reminds me of, and it's James from Team Rocket. And that's <laughs> why I like him so much. Uh, but yeah, he, he says, uh, looks like I won't be seeing you tomorrow. And, uh, you know, Justin's all sad. He then calls him an egghead uh, yeah. and says, like, you don't fit in with the other kids um, because in case you've forgotten, mm-hmm. Justin is a super genius for some reason. Right. Um, and other children his age, I guess, don't like him very much, or at least this one. It doesn't seem to matter because he goes to school with a, with high school kids, so I don't know why this would I mean, <laughs> really bother him. He probably doesn't want to hang out with high school kids all the time when he's not in school. Like... This is a legit. This is a legit thing for kids who get like jumped ahead yeah. in grades. Is feeling disconnected because, like, from a developmental yeah, that is true. perspective, they're yeah. not really connecting with the people they're having classes with, and they're kind of out of the social groups for the ones that they would. Yep, yeah, fair enough. Uh, so he he says that he's right. I don't fit in. Blah blah blah. We cut. Well, maybe you should the, stop uh, being such an egghead. <laughs> Yeah, stop it, egghead. I love, God, I just love, like, toothless-ass insults. They're always so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, egghead like, is, Justin, like, the least hurtful thing you could call someone. Justin has kind of an existential crisis because someone called him an mm-hmm. egghead. And it's like, okay, guy. Like, I'm listen, the rhetoric of, like, when you're being bullied, you need to get tougher skin, it sucks. That's not yeah. fair. Like, it's not your fault. However, uh-huh. dude, come on, buddy. I mean, like, on the one hand, it's not about what it's not about the specific words he's using or even what he's saying. It's the it's the kid with 
uh, I guess, the social authority in this situation, establishing the fact that he doesn't like Justin and that Justin yeah. is different. And, like, he's picking at insecurities, and the specific words he's using don't really matter because that's not the point. That's very true. That's, that's a good point. Like, yeah, it's a toothless um, insult, but it doesn't matter if it's a toothless insult because the meaning that he's getting across hurts. Yeah, we don't like you. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. how you say it. I, I that that that's fair. Uh, we cut down now. Speaking of people that you don't like, Lexi, yes. we cut down to the uh, we cut down to the fucking submarine, and Elgar continues his streak of just having the best prop setups always uh, because he, I guess, he was surfing underwater. Question mark. I'm not super clear <laughs> I love because Elgar he so much. He struts in through the airlock with goggles on and a surfboard. <laughs> so he was underwater with goggles and also surfing, question mark. Whatever, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> he says he's back. Um, and uh, everybody kind of... Uh, oh, right. Okay, so so basically Divatox wants uh, a detonator... Uh, to blow up the racetrack because we're back to full on uh, Rita's gonna smash your float shit right. with Diva Talks because the way that she can think of to destroy the Power Rangers is to blow up a soapbox. I, I mean, I mean, yeah. murdering a bunch of children would be a pretty <laughs> she, fucking. Yeah, I really thought the like, big wow, villain the show- move. The show's throwing dark. They're implying that is true. That if if this bomb goes off. All those children are gonna die. And, That's well. a fair point. It is very dark and also petty yeah. at the she same is seven time. Seven weeks away, like seven weeks ago, she tried to summon a god from a volcano <laughs> <laughs> yep. in order to marry him and conquer the galaxy. Now she's failing to sabotage a soapbox derby. Uh, yep, accurate. So. I, also, to point out, they just don't use the word bomb ever, which is weird. So that's but I mean, I yeah, I get why. Yeah. Um, also, so, yeah. I mean, also bear in mind this is the late '90s. Um, kids shows were under a lot of weird, nonsensical yeah. Yeah. restrictions on what they could and couldn't show and talk about. Right. Um, so uh, she says. Um, to you know, Porto, make me a bomb or a detonator, and he says I'm working on it. Uh, but it's very sophisticated and quite complicated to manufacture. We then get some Porto POV of uh, of uh, 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 Divatox yelling at him, um, and she's like, "I don't want to hear any of your bullshit excuses. Do it." And there's a pretty good bit where her nose actually pushes up against the glass. Um, and, uh, he starts complaining a little bit and, uh, she's like, what's what's that? You know, whatever, uh, bullying a little bit. Uh, then we cut over, or not cut. Man, Skype, Skype decided to have mercy on me and just made most of what you just (laughs) said unintelligible. (laughs) (laughs) Well, can you hear me now? I can hear him perfectly crystal clear. It was still unintelligible. Okay, Okay, good. (laughs) Great. Uh, thanks. So then, uh, Elgar also yells at Porto and <laughs> says, you suck, and you're fat, and he's mean. They're very mean to They're Porto. They're very They're mean, mean nice. to Porto. Be nice to my boy. Porto's good, <laughs> actually. I love Porto. I, 
Porto, I mentioned it before, I love Porto so much, and then he turns around and I see his face and I hate him again. I don't like his face. It's, it's very upsetting. That's rude. He has... I, so far, he has... Fuck, I don't even remember what he did in the other episode I watched, but in this one, he has said he needs to... that he's having trouble working on this detonator device. That's literally all he's done. Yes, like, correct. Okay, I guess that's endearing. No! Oh, no, I just like his... De- I just mean I like his design, oh, except yeah, for his okay. face. No, I, yeah. I, I like... In, in other episodes, he's done other stuff, but basically, like, he's just, like, complaining, and he's like... Oh, fuck, I don't want any of this bullshit. Fuck y'all. And then this he's, episode, he's like, no, fuck y'all. I'm out of here. I'm going to go kill the Power Rangers. Right. So so that after he is yelled at a bunch, he says, he turns around to the camera and says, fuck it. Uh, I'm tired of wasting my superior intellect uh, working on these with these idiots. And then he says, I'm going AWOL, which is very funny to me because... They do say what that is later, if because you're a child and you don't know, but mm-hmm. not here. So, well, I mean, so he also he just, doesn't go AWOL here, so it's fine if they don't explain it here because it's just right, setting well, up what's going to happen. Like, if you don't know, you're fair. like, ooh, I wonder what that means. I'm going to have to keep watching to find out what AWOL is. Fair enough. Um, Justin, uh, okay, where is Justin in this scene? Billy's garage. <laughs> He, you think he took over Billy's garage when Billy left? Might as well. No one else I is going to be using it. It is well. Now, Billy's garage is presumably attached to Billy's parents' house. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you saw how much Billy had co-opted that. His parents long ago gave up ever using it as a garage. Billy did also tell his parents he was going to space, so presumably he may have also told them he used to be a Power Ranger. Yeah. So maybe they're just all the way in on it, and this is fine. I'm not sure. Man, I wish we got more stuff like that. Like, Power Rangers have safe houses around Angel Grove with, like, allies. That'd be good. Um, But instead, uh, Justin is getting ready to work on his uh, soapbox car, and here comes fucking dad back from the store where he's going to get his cigarettes. And- I'm so glad you brought this up because I thought Tommy had uncle who's trying way too hard to be cool vibes in this entire scene. And you really kind of helped put the final pieces together on it. <laughs> like, again, I so from what I understand, because uh, I looked into this a little bit more, there are some interviews and, and behind the scenes things that seem to indicate that Jason David Frank wanted to leave after Zio, but stayed on because they begged him, basically, for another half of the season. That is very clear, because he <laughs> is not in these episodes. Like, Listen, he has... he's been on the show for a very long time. He's more than due for his phoning it in out of yep. obligation to the contract phase. I agree. Despite all my criticisms of of Jason David Frank's acting, I would never say that he was half-assing it until recently. (laughs) Yeah, he was giving it his all, all, and his all (laughs) just wasn't very much. (laughs) Um, But he shows up, and he's like, hey, Justin, I heard you had... Like, literally, it sounds like the dad who wants to make good with his kid. He's like, I heard you had a rough day, slugger. How's it going, bud? (laughs) Like, yeah. And um, he's just like, yeah, I'm trying to fix my racer, but I don't think I can do it because it's it's one night. 
even for an egghead like me. And uh, <laughs> this is what this line is actually what solidified my headcanon because he's like, listen, Justin, Cat told me what happened with Warren. He just gets reports from like the other <laughs> the other adults. The other parents? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the other parents. Yeah, listen, your and, mom your mom called me earlier and let me know what's been going on. Yeah, exactly. Um and he you know, you shouldn't let what he said get to you. He also gets down on, on his knee. God, just everything is yeah, no, that was like this plays out like a fucking parody of a kid's show. Like Oh, I love it. For sure. Justin, at this point, says he wishes he was not so smart uh, and was like the other kids. And um, Tommy's like, no, no, it's really, it's a special gift. You should be proud okay, of it. So fuck, is a degree fuck you, of Tommy. Like, can, fuck off. Can I? Can I, <laughs> I like Turbo. I like this episode. I like the show. Can I give my complaint of, like, yes, the please. obvious thing they should have done here? Why the fuck did Tommy not say, I had a friend who was very smart, and we all, like, <laughs> you don't even yeah. have to say his name. Just say, like, I had a friend who was, who when he was your age, he was very smart, and he kept being smart, and he still had friends, and a lot of people who cared for him, and he did great things. I will say, like, okay. I fully understand that the ways that Justin be, is bullied are realistic. I got bullied in those ways. But you got there's got to be something better than, oh, I, I'm so sad that I'm cursed with this incredible <laughs> ability so far beyond my peers that they can't relate to me anymore. Why must I be so much better than everyone else, Tommy? <laughs> I wish I was a normal person like all these other scum. Yeah, that worked on I, fucking Malcolm in the Middle because the show recognized that Malcolm was insufferable for being like that, and the joke was right, on him. Right. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, like, and then, you know what would be better? What if he was just not very good at soapbox racing, and he's mad because he's supposed to be the smart kid who can do anything? And he's got to learn a lesson about, like, that, no, that, that, would, never work. that would never work, Luke, because he's one of the Power Rangers and the one where they're all car people. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> He can um, drive a real car. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he, Never mind. He can do that. Uh, <laughs> I take it so, back. So, uh, to Fabi's point, I didn't even make the Billy connection, but God, what a good opportunity He's the to make a Ranger. Yeah. yeah, what what a good opportunity to make a nice heartfelt scene and actually make Justin feel better. But no, <laughs> instead he's just like we all he he literally says we all think it's cool you're smart and it's yeah. like, great cool yeah that doesn't sound um, patronizing that's very much the like but my mom thinks I'm cool like that's what it is it's because my dad says I'm cool yeah um, he says being smart is a part of you that makes you special and you should be proud of it and that's great um but uh. He says, "No, I guess I don't want to get it up. Give it up. So I'll I'll keep working on my my car." Um, we cut to Elgar, who is asleep and holding the worst thing, and I hate it. It's a fish, I guess, that he has as a pet, but it's in a goldfish jar that's empty, and it's a creepy puppet, and I don't like it. Um, Porto is leaving. I will grant um, this. The shot of Porto trying to sneak out, but because his feet are just at the very end of these fucking, uh, this fucking bean bag that he's wearing his pants, yeah. it's just kind yeah. of this little tiny little shuffle, and it's that's pretty funny. Yeah. 
Also, <laughs> the touch that, um, since you weren't on, the way they get big, well, I know it's in the episode, I guess, but the way they get big is the torpedoes, and he just chained a whole <laughs> torpedo to it's his back, which, <laughs> which is great. I love that he's just like, I'm taking one of these with me, suck it, here we go. Uh, and yeah, he leaves. Um, we cut back to, uh, to Justin, who has passed out working on, uh, the true blue, and four adults are staring at a sleeping 12 year old boy, and I don't like it. Um, this boy, they, this does, like, to, to go back to your explanation of the dynamic here, this really does have the feel of parents come downstairs in the morning and see their kid, like, passed out working on their science fair project. Right, exactly. They're like, oh, he's been working on it all night, tuckered out, poor guy. Uh, and uh, they they say, well, maybe it was too much for him to finish because it was covered up. And at this point, uh, Justin wakes up and uh, he's like, what time is it? And also, okay, yes, he is a child. But this is also where it became clear that, like, y- yeah, they're parenting him. But he is a like a soldier yeah. and part of your team, and the way they treat him is so patronizing. But he's twelve, so it's fine. It's a weird line because um, they're of, like it's one of the lesser reasons why you maybe just shouldn't have twelve-year-olds be child soldiers. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> one of the lesser reasons, yes. <laughs> but uh, but Tanya is literally like, "It's your big day," and I'm like. Okay, tone it bit down like a little bit. It's okay. <laughs> um, so they ask, so well, did you make it? And he says, well, I got permission to work on it all night. From who? Who knows? Yeah, not that. Knows. So the people from the remember, uh, Justin lives at a shelter. Maybe he just lives in yeah. Billy's garage now, and he got permission from his landlord, <laughs> Billy's parents. Maybe. Yep, there you go. Nailed it. Um, so he says he did the best he could, um, but, so he says, I did the best I could, but, and then all of them are like, oh, well, great job, (laughs) too bad, you couldn't do it. It's like, wait, hold on a second, I need to finish my sentence, Jesus. (laughs) Um, and he pulls it off uh, off the cover, and ta-da, it's all fixed. I think it's literally the exact same thing. They sort of act like it's better, but it appears to be the exact same model. Um, hey, you, uh, don't know what's, he says, you don't know what's going on under the hood. That's true. Of this completely d- gravity-powered yeah. car. <laughs> he put, he put, he put a Hemi in that and that's some bitch. <laughs> I thought, you know, what if we had some sort of means of propulsion? Yeah, I had a great idea to put in this car, and it's called uh, a Go Machine. What if he like took like the engine from a sword or so from those little sword go cards that they drive around later in the episode? He was like, "I'm just gonna put this right here," and I, that would be cheating. I think that'd be against the rules. But you know, uh, so he so we cut back down to uh, um. Uh, the submarine. Uh, here's a cool little touch. I I like Rygog's design, the big blue guy. I think he's kind of neat looking. And apparently he sleeps, like, attached to chains to the ceiling because he's basically a bomb. It's like he's like st- stored. I think it's kind of neat. Also, he has a sleep mask on, which is good. Uh, 
Um, so he gets woken up. Uh, then, uh, then Divatox slaps, uh, uh, Elgar, who's sleeping in a big stupid hat. Uh, and she's like, hi guys, where's Porto, the only other person on the fucking ship? <laughs> Why weren't you paying attention? Uh, he snuck out, and they're like, well, shit, uh, what do we do? Um, and then, uh, um, Elgar suggests he was perhaps abducted by aliens. He then says, no, we are aliens, which is a joke that makes no sense. (laughs) (laughs) We know you're not the only ones. (laughs) Like, what? Sorry, that doesn't, I don't know. See, but it works because... Aliens have been invading Earth on a consistent basis for years at this point. Exactly. I think the joke works because it's Elgar doing the joke. Because he's just an idiot? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, fair. Yeah, if you make the character Um, fucking stupid, then he can say fucking stupid things, and it's fine. Yeah, you get it. (laughs) You don't have to actually give him entertaining writing. Just say he's not supposed to be entertaining, and suddenly it's entertaining. You nailed it! (laughs) Lexi, I love you so much. I really like how how much you're vibing with Turbo, Lexi. (laughs) Yeah! Lexi's gonna come through the fucking computer at Fabby. Uh, so, <laughs> at, at, at this point, um, uh, Elgar says he could fix the detonator, uh, and she's, uh, like, okay, well, you know, I'll give you a shot, uh, because the thing is, if you, well, actually, Okay, no, I just imagined that. I thought she said, if you fuck it up, you'll die anyway, so that's fine. But no, that's not what happens. Um, she says, okay, fine, I don't have a choice, because, you know, clearly I couldn't do it, or any of the million soldiers I have at my disposal. Uh, so she sends Elgar to plant this bomb. Um, we cut to the racetrack. Uh, and see a bunch of boxcars. I guess there's well, multiple. So planting it wouldn't be the problem, Zach. It's specifically he's going to fix it, which I can buy that nobody right, else, right. that yes. she has no other better options on that ship. I could buy that. Fair. Uh, we we cut up there. We see uh, where there's some set dressing uh, and, and a little Chekhov's gun here because we see a lady with a big smoothie cart. Uh, and that's going to pay off later. So you need to pay attention. Oh, yeah, it's going to really pay off. Uh, so, uh, their first race ends, and over the, uh, over the loudspeaker, they say that Zack Attack won the first race of the day, so good job, me. Uh, and then... Zack, I will point out the subtitles say it's pronounced, it's spelled Z-A-K, so I will now yeah, be well, spelling can, your name that off. way. <laughs> you, you um, claimed ownership, oh, it's happening. Uh, people have asked me about it before, all spellings of Zack are fine, except for Zack Wild, who spells it Z-A-K-K, and he can fuck off. Uh, so, anyway, um, they're all giving him, uh, him, Justin, a big pet talk. Um, Tommy did make it to this, at least, so that's nice. Um. Okay, 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 watching this back, I want to, um, stop everything and talk about a two-second moment. Um, Okay. We get a shot of, like, while they're giving the pep talk, we get the shot of all the rangers walking in, and there's, uh... There's a bunch of people taking photos, and as they're walking past, Tommy stops in front of one and does a little pose. <laughs> he does! Oh my god! I just saw that. Yeah, there's a guy uh, in the crowd who is very aggressively taking pictures of people at a soapbox race, and 
I, you know, it's, it's, it's SD, so I don't, can't tell exactly, but I think Tommy gives finger guns. That's what it looks it's, like. It's either that or like some sort of like karate pose, but either way, it's really fucking dumb. I love it. Uh, so we've got Lieutenant, St- or I guess not, no longer Lieutenant Stone. Uh, Jerome is, uh, heading it because, you know, we just only w- want to employ so many adults on this show. Uh, and we've got Balkan Skull Monkeys there with him because I guess he just takes these monkeys with him everywhere. He can't okay. leave them alone in the in the gym and juice yeah. bar. Yeah, Zach, what do you think would happen if he left two chimpanzees unsupervised in his place of business? <laughs> A place that, that primarily makes fruit smoothies? Yes. Yeah, that probably wouldn't go super well. Fair point. Um, so he says... Uh, uh, all right, everybody, uh, you know, have a good time and don't forget to get a smoothie. Um, so, okay, Bulk and Skull, their whole thing this, uh, this season is that they want to turn back into humans. They are monkeys. They would do not they? like to. Yes, they do. That is we their whole thing. Do they really episode. deep down? Uh, okay, let's. That's a let's fair analyze point. <laughs> the needs and the wants and like the desires of these two characters. Um, I want everyone to close your eyes and think about you in your head. What are the three ultimate goals for Bulk and Skull? Now, everyone, let's be quiet for a second and let's really think about this. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm thinking. Okay, Luke, tell me one of the ultimate desires for Bulk. I fucking Skull. Okay, good. Uh, Zach, one of the ultimate desires for, for Skull. Um... Uh, get away from Bulk. Great, great. Let's see either one of those. Wildcard, which one's coming to you? Uh, honestly, either of them. Eat a really good, really big sandwich. I think we have <laughs> nailed these characters and what they come from. Uh, Boom Comics, yeah. you want four writers? We we come together as a package. Uh, you know, come, 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 come get me. You know where I'm at. Uh, so, so yeah, I guess they don't give, and honestly, to, to that point, uh, the plans they've come up with so far to become human again suggest that maybe they don't give really <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where they feel, like, they feel obligated to try, like, they feel yeah. like they're supposed to want to become human again, so they're exactly. putting in the effort, but somewhere deep down, they're kind of okay with these plans maybe falling apart. The exactly. plan that Bulk comes up with is so tenuous, <laughs> which is we should win this race, we'll be famous, and then the Power Rangers will turn us into humans. So again, A, B, question mark, <laughs> D. Like, there is a step missing, <laughs> and I don't know if that makes a ton of sense. Like... Not only, like, we'll get famous and then, like, maybe we can get someone to help us. No, specifically, the Power Rangers will turn us into humans, an ability we suspect that they have because, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> um, And then uh, Skull... Also, to, like, to why would the Power Rangers know they need to be turned into humans? That's the part no, that I'm tripped up on. I, I, like, think yes. that, I think what happened here is that when Bulk and Skull got turned into monkeys, their brains changed, and they became, you know how, uh, I think it's, I might be saying this wrong, the Moslo, like, 
uh, the hierarchy, hierarchy of, of needs. needs. Yeah. yeah. It, somehow, because of their previous obsession with the Power Rangers, it became they need to eat, they need to shit, they need to sleep, they need to get something from the Power Rangers. Like those so are chimp, chimp brains operate on a much more basic mm-hmm. structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But by having been previously humans who had created their own like who desires, have, who were ranked desires within their heads for that years got, with the power. Yeah, leaders. that got sort of absorbed in mm-hmm. as they yeah. changed. Okay. okay, so this is an instinctual drive rather yeah. than anything reasoned. It, this this fits because Bulk or Skull then makes a joke that is too bad even for Skull uh, because he says, you know what they say, Bulk, che- cheetahs never win. Get it? Because we're monkeys. Uh, and I'm like, no. I don't. <laughs> what? <laughs> I laughed at this. <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's great. Yeah, that's hilarious. That. I don't. <laughs> funny how, be- why? What part of it is a joke? It's no, it's like an no, anti-joke. That's, anti-joke. It, that's why it's funny. Like it's only it's funny, funny with the with the suffix yeah. of get it because we're monkeys. <laughs> it's it funny. doesn't make any fucking sense. Oh god. It, so it, Lexi, if you don't like that that joke, please don't look at my Twitter feed. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, uh Jerome leans down to talk to the monkeys and he says, Hey, I brought you out here to get uh to get you some fresh air. But if you don't behave, I'm going to take you back to the juice bar and put you back on banana peeling duty. Jerome Stone has animal slave labor. (laughs) And has been serving people food that has been handled by chimpanzees. (laughs) Uh, He, this is bad, you guys. Always a cop. Uh, not surprised. Oh, oh yeah, no, right, yeah, of, of course. course, of course, he has the connections. The FDA is never going <laughs> to investigate this place. Exactly. Yeah, he's never going to get inspected. He can do whatever he wants. Uh, it is that is a wild reveal that comes very quickly. Um, they uh they say or bulk says yeah we're gonna steal this one over here. Uh, at which point we see one of the uh. Boxcar Racers is called the Slippery Shark, which is a reference to the Slippery Shark monster. Ha ha! Nice work. Um, so, uh, then Elgar teleports in, uh, and pretty much just immediately plants, uh, plants his detonator. He puts it right on, uh, uh, Warren's, uh, car, uh, which is, you know, funny. Uh, I like that he he says I need some somewhere fast and mean and sees that his car is called the Mean Machine and then he puts it on there. Um, so then he leaves and yeah, you know I was reading this all as like fun hijinks, but the reality is that he's putting a bomb in a child's. Yeah. <laughs> like, if this bomb this went off as intended, <laughs> everyone, all the children in the race, at the very least, and the people in. Watching it in the part where the bomb went off would all die because the race was pretty close. That it met, and not only that, like the bomb exploding and all the scrap metal from this this car, the scrap wood, I guess. Uh, yeah, no, this it's a massacre. This is like <laughs> literally like not in the way the term has been like completely corrupted by political machinations. This is literally like a terrorist attack. Yeah. Yes. Accurate. Yeah. Uh, so he plants the bomb Thankfully, again. 
Uh, yeah. Again, um, okay. I think that this this timer is for like a day. Like it it says it says fifteen nine two nine, and the two nine is the seconds place. Right, it's one hundred and fifty nine minutes. Okay, okay, fair, fair, fair. So it's not a day, but it's a very that's a very or long it could time be an or it could be an hour and fifty one minutes. Either way, that's nowhere near a day, Zach. You know, n- numbers are hard for me. Uh, and I don't like them, so let's move on. Uh, just... Warren walks, uh, we cut to the, the beginning of the race. I don't, there, wait, no, there's ten numerals. There's infinite numbers. We're not doing this. I'm scared because Luke is on this podcast and I'm scared to talk about math. I don't want to. We're going to move on. What's uh, the matter, Zach? Nothing. <laughs> let's continue. Um, so, uh, Warren says, if it isn't the boy genius uh, back for more humiliation, you got your geek mobile back together. I, I love him so much. Now he's just dre- dressed like a, he has like a pinstripe suit slash uh, um, tracksuit on. A pinstripe tracksuit, basically. Here's, here's the uh, thing about his, oh, if he's, there's, the genius isn't back, that should take some of the sting out of it. It's like, yes, I am smart and like capable enough to have completely rebuilt my car overnight. That's a fucking huge accomplishment, dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> right. He tries to uh, ha- uh, shake Warren's hand and Warren leaves. Uh, we cut to Porto, He sa- who says, I'm going to just go ahead and kill everybody myself, uh, and then they'll respect me, which, I don't know, like, maybe just get big and smash the the uh, submarine, because <laughs> you hate them? I don't know, it seems like weird, misplaced anger. I don't know, like, um, I, if I was, like, part of a crew that was trying to kill a bunch of like superheroes and I didn't feel like they respected me going off and killing the superheroes that everyone also wanted to kill by myself and be like, fuck you guys. You guys suck. I'm better than all of you. Seems like a decent way to do it. Fair point. Uh, he gets big and the shot of that happening is hysterical because he just has his big, his big (laughs) torpedo and he just shoves it over on the ground and it blows up and he gets big. It's good. At which point he says, he grows here where it's like this, Slightly larger, slightly larger, slightly larger thing gave me a Yoshi's Island vibe for like the bosses. Oh yeah. Uh, he. What's the one that you have to pull his pants down? Which oh is yeah, fucked Bert up, the by Bashful. The way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he basically is shaped like Bert the Bashful. Yeah, very much. Um, he's then he says finally a huge body to match my huge mind, which yeah. is a very good line for. Boy, some, that's I, uh. <laughs> Yes, yes, agreed. I, it's got Deviant st- art can do some stuff with that. <laughs> no, it's just Mighty Plaza <laughs> Poro. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, yeah. he, he fucking inflated, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> so then Porto just start like Porto's plan seems to be I don't know, kick buildings. Like he just he just gets big and starts smashing things. Um Elgar comes back to the submarine and says, ha ha, I did it. Uh, I'm, I'm the best. And uh, Diva Talks says, wow, I am completely shocked. Also, we still don't know where Porto is. And now, 
Then Rygog is looking through the, uh, the, 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 what's the thing called? Periscope. Uh, and, and the text at the bottom of the screen, which has a name, which is subtitles, <laughs> says, <laughs> says, Porto's gone postal. That dialogue is not in the, the, the episode. Um, probably because that's a very loaded colloquialism. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, that's so wild because like postal going postal quote unquote was one of those things where when I was growing up, it was used enough that I didn't really, it just was like a term. I didn't know where it came from, but like, yeah, that's a fucked up thing to say on a kid's show when you actually know what it's from. Um, so I don't know. They, yeah, it seems like they might've cut it out for the Netflix version. Maybe, um, uh, at this point, they're like, oh, shit, he's smashing stuff. Uh, and they don't really intend to do anything about it, it doesn't seem like, um, at least for now. Uh, so we cut back to Justin. Um, and uh, actually, let's take a quick break, and then we will finish up the episode. Alrighty. In 1954, Toho released Godzilla, a highly ambitious monster movie with an experimental style of special effects and a budget big enough to sink the studio. 60 years later, it's one of the longest running media franchises of all time. How did it get there? Why was the creature that destroyed half of Tokyo dancing and smiling for the camera five movies later? How am I supposed to make sense of the multiple overlapping continuities? Join Justin Kizan, Victor Perfecto, and Emily Schmemley in a quest to answer these questions and more on Go Go Godzilla. Available now on BenviewNetwork.com or wherever else you get your podcasts. Alright, so we're about to have our race. Uh, Everybody gets lined up. Uh, Warren is still being a dick. And, uh, like, almost, uh, shoves right through Tommy, which is very funny. Um, the Rangers all run up to, to Justin to tell him that, uh, that Porto is ra- uh, rampaging through the city, uh, and that they're gonna need to go fight him. And he's, Justin's like, oh, but I'm gonna miss my race. And the Rangers look around as though they're considering just letting him do it anyway. <laughs> Which, on the one hand, they've shown multiple times that you, that's fine. You can actually totally make the Megazord without, uh, yeah. without they don't everybody. Even make it, so. No, I know. But also, on the other hand, you're a superhero and you have to go do the thing. <laughs> like, so, I don't know. Um, we cut back down to the, uh, 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 the submarine and I was worried we were going to get through the episode without an incredible visual Elgar gag, but nope, because this is so good. Elgar, is, there is a shitty hammerhead shark puppet <laughs> poking its head through the porthole, and Elgar is fighting it with a bat, and it's the best. I love it so much. <laughs> uh, uh, and with, as with all of these good visual gags. It's not referred to at all. It's just in the background while uh, while Divatox is talking about how um, uh, Porto is going to ruin their plan. So he she asks uh, 
Porta or she asks uh, Rygog to teleport him uh, back to the ship. Basically, um, we then cut to the Rangers go karts that they have. So I can't with remember. Alpha and Zordon gone, can they just not teleport anymore? What's up with this? No, so uh, you missed this part, but there is a new Alpha, Alpha Six, uh, and a I've new. Heard, like I'm familiar with him, but I've heard he's different in this. He's different in some ways. He t- talks different. Uh, also, there's <laughs> like he's in he's in in space, but in in space he's just Alpha Five mm-hmm. again, but shinier. Yeah, he talks in like Brooklyn <laughs> slash Jive talk. It's bad. That seems, Lexi. That seems fraught. No, yeah. it's not good. I'm guessing uh, there's a reason they switched him back to being like Alpha Five. I told yep. this. I told this story um, on the episode it happened, but when Adrian, my wife, heard him talk, she clasped her hands over her mouth in absolute <laughs> shock. <laughs> so, like, yeah, that tells you how it is. But then also, Zordon is replaced by this lady named Inqu- No, what's her name? What's her- uh, Demetria. Uh, and she sucks, but she can basically do the same thing Zordon can. Oh, so, so who I, also I yeah, listen suck. to the, I listen to this podcast a lot, and there's a thing I keep meaning for. I keep hoping anyone would say, and no one says, "Hey, Demetria and so spoilers. Demetria and Divatox are sisters, are twins. Um, why does Divatox not talk only in questions?" Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if one twin has a stutter, the other twin isn't necessarily no, going to have a stutter. That's their well, according to them, that's what everyone does in their planet. So I assume it was like the, part of their biology. The, Maybe it's a cultural thing. But it must the be. Yeah. She wasn't raised. Yeah, yeah. That's the the thing that I read said that the plan was to have it be revealed that Divatox was like taken as a little kid and raised by somebody else. Um, but that they never really got around to it. So that's my guess. Uh, is, is it's just a cultural thing. It's not actually like part of their species, which makes sense. That would be weird. <laughs> that wouldn't really make a lot of sense. Um, which also means she could probably not speak in questions. Right. That does mean if, she could if, just not do that. Yeah. If they need it. Like, I understand. <laughs> I listen. I understand sticking to your. To your culture and doing several things. Yeah, I mean, but come if on. People need help, and you <laughs> you can just you can just say the thing. So yeah, yes, but Zordon agreed. wouldn't. So why should she? <laughs> yeah, accurate. Uh, well, well, you missed this. The Rangers, I guess, since uh, since it's a woman now, the Rangers are allowed to be like, "Why don't you tell us what we need to know?" Yeah, they true. said that to her. They have they have complained about it. They pull up you know, to Porto. If they asked Zord on that, he would have been like, "Well, Rangers, you need to, you know, uncover some of these things yourselves in order to be true heroes." Blah blah blah. Yeah, accurate. Soren sucked. <laughs> sure did. I like their little go karts. They're cute. That's it. They don't really do anything. Seems with like them. an inefficient way to get to a crisis <laughs> yeah. when a monster is literally destroying the city as you speak. Like, you have the ability to instantly be at the problem to solve it, but instead you're going to spend 20 minutes driving there while he's, like, I'm watching him b- destroy buildings right now. 
Oh, it's yeah. it's not good. But also, remember how the Power Rangers could teleport before and still use <laughs> motorcycles? Or that one time they learned how to fly, which is a strictly less you, fucking uh, excuse useful... You, excuse you? Jetting. Jetting, yes. I'm sorry. I forgot it was jetting. Um, no, but... the. Honestly, yes, it makes no sense, but that's fine. That's that's power interesting. Mostly, like it feels in the like. Are you gonna fight in those? Like they could just snipe. You can't take turns very well in go karts. No, no, not like you could in, like a, another vehicle. Also, it's- also, I've got to criticize this when they actually do arrive and they're doing the thing where the monster, the scene of the monster is back projected in front of them. It really, really drives home how these cheap these cars. They look like kids driving up in fucking Fisher Price toys yes, to a agreed. like screen shooter game at an arcade. They they really don't even look like go karts. They look like Power Wheels. Like yeah. it's yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Power Wheels, Power Rangers. That's yeah. I'm of surprised course. they're not sure. called the Power Wheels. Probably because it's copyrighted. <laughs> uh, so they get out and uh. So, behind the scenes, this is from a Sentai episode where they didn't have their Megazords yet, which, uh, that makes sense, um, but unfortunately, this makes the Power Rangers seem like fucking idiots in this episode. Yeah, no, the actual Power Ranger content of this fucking blows, guys. It's not very good. (laughs) They... they, Uh. I mean, there are things that I like about it, but not from a, like, fun Power Rangers fighting monsters perspective. It's more it's just like, goofy. Yes. The, like, Sentai content is lacking here. The the fights. There's been other episodes with fights. But I didn't mind because, like, it was goofy and silly and, like, mindless fun. Fair. I don't know. Not every episode needs to be a big fight. It's mindless. I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, I do like how they get their guns, which is that a little car drives up and it's made of guns. And well, not guns. Sorry, they're like different weapons: the sword and and yeah, all that Tommy stuff. Yeah, Tommy has everyone has projectiles except Tommy, who has a sword. Yeah, which I think we've noted before, but it is still this, very silly. In this situation, it seems especially like a problem because they're facing a giant thing. The I shot, think the sword still shoots, right? I believe it can. The shot of Tommy jumping up onto Porto is fucking hysterical. It is the so fact funny. That he it just, just gets, switches to a toy. I fucking love this shit. <laughs> yeah. The fact that it that he just gets fucking great. grabbed because of course he does is actually pretty funny. I'll grant that. The shot of all the different guys like fighting Porto and just like stabbing him with their weapons is very very funny. And then yes, it literally just changes to a toy of of Tommy and it's like Listen, Tommy came into this fucking show as a toy. He's going to go out as a fucking toy. <laughs> True. Um, they, there's a part I really like where they're like, Tommy, no. And Porto's like, oh, it seems like they want you back. So he just hooks him, which is good. I like that part. Um, so he just throws Tommy. Uh, and then um, we cut up to uh, or cut back to Warren uh, getting ready to, to, to go on the race. He says, this is almost too easy. We then yeah. see the bomb. I mean, yes, it is 
it is almost too easy to beat somebody who is no longer participating in the race. You are correct. Because you destroyed their car. <laughs> we, we also see the bomb, which is at 12 seconds. And boy, <laughs> howdy, does it take longer than 12 seconds for that bomb to blow up. I mean, it's like, just it's, doing stuff, though. Maybe time just goes slower in the Power Rangers well, universe. I mean, here's the deal. Like, we're assuming continuity of time between shots, but that's on us. That's true. That is I'm pretty fair. sure what we're seeing is, like, they should have done a split screen of it, but what we're seeing is, here's the bomb counting down. Here's what actually happened during that time. Right. 24, but it's Power Rangers. It's yes. this episode of Power Rangers. <laughs> yes, just superimpose the, the, the fucking bomb the, in the corner. Yeah. That's not too um, much to ask, ask of the show made on $12. <laughs> no, because that's the other thing. Like, I can do that. Get, yeah, with nine, with, yeah, with 2020 yeah. technology. <laughs> Give me two reel-to-reel tapes, and I'll cut that bad boy together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll just get you a time uh, a time travel uh, uh, device first. So, uh, a, you know, a time travel device. Yeah. Love a good time travel device. <laughs> yeah, Fab, if we're going back to 1997, can I send you a couple of messages to pass along? Yeah, sure. Yeah, thanks. Uh, let me get. Uh, do you want to give them to me later? Or now? <laughs> so I'm sure, um, you, you probably know the gist of them. I'll fill you in later. Okay. 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 <laughs> so the uh, the the best part of that joke is that there's really a lot of things that could be referring to. Um, but anyway, the do bond- not star a Power Rangers podcast. <laughs> Whatever you do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the bomb goes off, but but Elgar fixed it bad, so all it does is blow up Warren's brakes. It's a very localized explosion. Now, and to be clear, blowing up Warren's brakes means a couple of cracks in a piece in a small chunk of like particle board. Right, it's not a great bomb. <laughs> His brakes is just a piece of wood. We cut back to the Power Rangers who have established that they've com- combined their stuff into I, turbo. Sorry, sorry. I just want to point out that they're framing this and trying to give it the dramatic weight of like an actual car chase. Right. Where yes. The, they realize like their brake lines have been cut and they can't brake. But it's a fucking plywood car going five miles an hour, powered entirely by gravity, that could easily be stopped by dragging your heels on the ground. I'm, yeah. I'm sure and they do crashing... a dramatic they do a dramatic shot of just the chunk of brake laying there and it's just this little piece of wood and it's not at all effective. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm sure it would hurt to crash in that, but not like you'd be fine. It wouldn't yeah, be it's pleasant. The equivalent, it's sure. the equivalent of bruising your knee. Like Yeah. Um, but they make turbo ram cannon mode out of their guns, and they shoot it, and, uh, Porto moons them, essentially, and then scratches his ass and says, I, I turn the other cheek, I always say, which is pretty good. Um, it's Boy, slight- if that's your standard for pretty good jokes, I'm beginning to see why you <laughs> like this show. I just like Porto's butt. Um, so, Mallet. they, uh, we cut down to the, um... Uh, submarine and they say okay we've locked in on him uh and they they make porto small and teleport him back to the ship and the power rangers celebrate as though they have won a fight so Uh, (laughs) so here's the thing the power rangers were apparently absolutely screwed i don't know why they can't use their zords but apparently they can't use their zords so 
I don't understand why they they weren't just like, okay, yeah, Porto, step on them now. Yeah, for real. See, but the reason I actually legitimately, unironically love this is because I... I love this. I love the submarine crew and be like, of course, the submarine crew would rather just shit on Porter than kill the Power Rangers. They don't care about the Power Rangers. <laughs> they're just like, they're they're just uh, oh, fuck. I forgot the word. Not pity, but like uh, pitiful, petty. They're petty and and like and they hate each other. I I love this group so much. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, we cut down, or we cut over to Warren, uh, who is still out of control, and somehow Justin gets back in time to start and then catch up to Warren the race, uh, and again... Sorry, guys. He, he, he just, he, he doesn't, like, really join the race, he just gets in to save Warren. Oh, I see. And... And yeah, somehow he does, like, his car was so fast, he makes up all the time the race has been going for in seconds. And to Lexi's point earlier, this is all framed, like, fucking speed. Like, everyone is (laughs) acting like this is a horrible thing, that everyone could die at any (laughs) time. dramatic shots of him, like white knuckling on his fucking quote-unquote steering wheel, it's just a circle of wood, and like shaking it back and forth like he's trying to maintain control and it's really funny i also like um like again i'm sure it would hurt but like it's clear to every because the crowd is reacting any adult could just step in front of the car (laughs) and put their foot out and it would be fine like it's it's very silly. It's not as dumb as when uh, when Adam and Rocky and uh, Tanya were introduced and, uh, or sorry, Aisha were introduced and the baby, remember the stroller and everyone oh, was God. diving yes, out of yeah. the way of the yes. stroller? It's not as stupid, but <laughs> the it's up there. The fucking gag with the glass delivery men? Yes! yes. <laughs> yeah, incredible. Um... So he saves him by getting in front of him and then slamming on his brakes. Uh, Warren's like, I don't know what happened. Uh, we cut back down to, uh, 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 Vuzox, who's getting a pedicure. Uh, and Porto is like, uh, I can explain. And she says, Rygog, what's the penalty for going AWOL? And he says, oh, absent without leave is most dreadful. Uh, we have to make you walk the plank. And Porto says, but this is a submarine. And then they're, and then Diva Tox goes, I bet, well, you better start holding your breath. And then everyone laughs, and I guess Porto gets murdered <laughs> off screen. Wait, okay, I'm very sorry. I, I blanked out for a second. It is very important to me we talk about Diva Tox's toenails, and I okay. hate that I just said that sentence. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave now. <laughs> Bye, Lexi. I won't blame you. No, uh, look at them. They are five inches that long. Will not. It, it, they look like the fake nail extensions, yeah. but they're on her toenails, yeah, which so does. That's, so I was going to ask, but then I realized the context in which this is coming up. I was going to ask if everyone thought those were press-ons, but then I realized that she's literally getting a pedicure. <laughs> yes, she so has that somehow must... managed to grow them out that long, which is right. honestly impressive. 
It also means that, and this is a very minor complaint, but it means that her stylist painted them before clipping them down, which seems like a waste. Uh, Maybe they're not going to assume they haven't been clipped down already. (laughs) (laughs) It does seem like it wouldn't be possible for her to wear shoes. Or walk. Does she? Have we ever seen proof that she does? (laughs) I don't know. It is usually... I swear she wore heels at one point. Yeah, it, it's... It could be open toe, maybe. though. I did breeze past that, and you're right. It's wild. It yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> but I was more focused on the fact that, again, they say, guess you'll have to just go outside the, the fucking submarine underwater, and then they all laugh, and we don't see Porto again this episode. No, I, I saw that she had, uh, like, shivs for toenails, and I stopped paying attention to any of the dialogue. <laughs> That's fair, that's fair. Um, we cut back to, uh, we cut back to the race, and Jerome is just hanging out with Justin. Why are they friends? That doesn't make any because sense. Because doesn't, doesn't Jerome run the Jim and Juice Bar now? Yeah, I guess, yes. So yes, yeah, he, he is friends with A, every single child in Angel Grove, and B, Power Rangers in particular, even though he doesn't know they're Power Rangers. Fair enough. Um, Such is the okay. curse that occupies the Jim and Juice Bar. <laughs> he says, "Okay, uh, we never well, see it, but somewhere there is a portrait of Ernie in the back that gets <laughs> sterner or happier depending on how well things are being run." <laughs> uh, man, someone pointed out. I think it was uh, Mike uh, pointed out on Twitter that the portrait in Knives Out gets happier at the end and that's exactly what happens in fucking mouse hunt and that's very funny <laughs> to me <laughs> um anyway uh so uh justin lines up to race and warren who <laughs> okay i love shitty warren i also like that warren he literally his voice has changed completely because he's nice now. Like <laughs> the transformation that has taken place is wild, even by Power Rangers bully. Oh, I'm nice at the end of the episode standard. Uh, it's like he standard. was possessed. Yeah, he was possessed by a demon. He got saved, and then the demon left him. I guess. Uh, but he he basically says like. I'd love to work with you on your racer. I could learn a lot from you. That'd be fun. And then he says, have a good race. And they shake hands. And then fucking (laughs) Jerome is like, oh, no, stop the race. There's somebody on the track. And that's right. It's uh, Bulk or Skull. I can't remember which. It doesn't matter. Uh, (laughs) They are on the track in one of the racers. Um, Chimpan A or Chimpanzee. All right. (laughs) Listen, I blatantly stole that joke. You can't be mad at me. It's pretty good. That joke isn't as funny as the one you made. You were shitting on Skull for telling about cheating. (laughs) Oh wow. (laughs) Um. So anyway, we then see the smoothie lady again because God, just you have to know. And uh, Bulk says he's losing control. And, uh, yeah, see, that's how you know it's bulk because the clown food magic activates. Mm-hmm. Clown right. magic. Uh, this lady looks up and delivers the best oh no that's ever happened in all of cinema and television. 
and then uh, she is plowed, or she gets out of the way. Now, I want to describe to you what happens, because she's standing in front of a big novelty smoothie it's cart. like on the top of the yeah, like there's a there's a novelty smoothie mounted on the top to like show what the thing is from a distance. Right, you know, like an icy machine has a big fake I- plastic icy on top of it. Right, it's yeah, like the big it's fake like that. plastic icy. Uh huh. So she, so the <laughs> cart gets hit, and the giant fake slushy spins through the air. And then dumps actual slushy on this woman, and I a do not understand. A fucking wave of it. There is so <laughs> much fucking slushy here. I mean, that's just wasteful. No one was ever going to drink that slush. Okay, listen. I, I have. Think, a, about, okay. think about how much energy is being expended to keep it slushy, because that's still ice chunks. That's true. Well, it's just been sitting out in the sun up top, so it's getting more heat. Uh, so, uh, here's what I propose. Balk's magic, uh, uh-huh. his clown magic, has grown so powerful that he can now transmute matter. <laughs> he can t- turn plastic into slushy. Uh, because... It, it was a fake slushy until, until this happened, in which yeah, case so You're saying the real. fact that it was obviously fake until the shot where she gets splashed wasn't bad effects, it was... Yeah, like, that's, that's just part of it. That was yeah. diegetic. Aha, uh-huh, exactly. Um, everyone runs over to see, see the monkeys, and they try to talk to them and tell them what's happening. This is the fifth time they've tried this. They know people can't understand them. <laughs> what Just, else are they? What oh. else are they going to be able to do, Zach? I don't know. Like write their names down on a piece of paper. Oh, that's actually or... a good point. <laughs> like it's they so, have I, I was about monkey, to, uh, Zach. I was about to dump on you for being like, oh, they only tried to communicate with people five times. Wow, what a... But no, you're right. They could just write it down. <laughs> they have thumbs. They're yeah, the chimps only other chimps have... Thumbs. Like, even if it's a matter of... They have chimp brains now. Chimps have demonstrably shown the ability to write. Like, yeah. No, no, no. They have broken skull chimp brains. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, You're saying I mean, it was barely possible to teach Bulk and Skull to write. You can't... Right. If, they have a you, chimp, if they have chimp hardware running, that's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could make the argument that Bulk and Skull don't know how to write. Like, that I would maybe <laughs> make No, we know. We have They graduated proof. police academy. <laughs> uh, hey, that, no, okay, that doesn't prove much, but we I have doesn't seen... doesn't prove much. It proves they can read and write. <laughs> it proves that they have their letters. The thing that proves that they can write is Bulk has written his name in many pieces of Angel Grove High property. Yep, fair. <laughs> We've seen him doing it. Yeah, uh, true. Uh, so that's pretty much the end of the episode. Um, the, uh, the, the, oh, I guess, uh, Bulk and Skull, Bulk slash or Skull dumps, uh, slushy on, uh, Jerome also. No, no it's the lady. lady who got slushied. She walks up, she's like, are these your yeah. chimps? And he's like, yeah, I suppose oh, they are. Oh, yes. And yes. then she's like, well, you deserve this. Fair enough. And that's pretty much it. All right. Uh, I think this episode's fun, Lexi. No. <laughs> it had a couple of good gags, but the... The, like, just non-Power Rangers stuff was mostly fucking boring as shit, and the Power Rangers stuff sucked, so it didn't, like, it was a middling episode of Power Rangers without any actual good Power Rangers in it. 
Fair enough. I like that uh, the Power Rangers had little go-karts. Okay, that great. That is goofy. Good, good, good point. And, I like uh, that they have little go-karts when their zords are cars. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah, fair. Okay, that is fair, because that <laughs> means that they have... Wait, hold on. Okay, <laughs> I've... I know uh, we're going to wrap up here quickly because unfortunately we have a heart out. So no questions this week. I do have questions from people. We will do them. I promise. Um, it's just a timing thing. But before we wrap up, Luke, yeah. I'm now thinking about this. Uh-huh. They have a car that is guns. Yeah. They have a car that they have used in a oh, previous so episode. A, a little like drone car that delivers their morphers. They have <laughs> their cars that are zords they yeah. have they have their cars that are cars their cars that are little cars do you think the power rangers who are graduated from co- from high school have cars actual regular ass cars yeah because Only their zords Tommy. are just regular ass cars no, they're no, not. No, they're, no. What Zach's asking is like the not the not as Power Rangers, but just the people, like the teens. I'm saying yeah, they like, drive their Zords to school. You just think they say fuck it and just drive them around? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, fair. So here's well, the Tommy thing: has I, that little pickup thing he he's driven before. That's true. And also, he's a race car driver now, so I don't know how that works. Yeah, but other than that, wasn't Rocky always the one with the vehicle that they used? He used to be when he was a Red Ranger, and then the moment Tommy became the Red Ranger again, Tommy started driving it. <laughs> I want to get right. more into You're this, right. but I do have to leave, so we should wrap <laughs> yeah. this up. We, we, so anyway, this is I, way I too many. To say, this is way too I many get... cars. Cars are not interesting enough mm-hmm. to have this much focus on them for an entire <laughs> season of a show. Oh boy, let me tell you about the entire season of the show I'm doing. <laughs> let me get the plugs in a minute. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm aware. Uh, uh, go ahead, Daddy. real quick. Yeah, uh, I really like this. Uh, I, I I really like this episode. It's enjoyable and fun. It was breezy. It didn't make me groan. It didn't make me like be annoyed that I was watching it. This is a good episode of Power Rangers. Uh, and for me, I Turbo liked it, good. but mostly because oh. it was real stupid. The only except for the part where so uh, we can't hear anything. I don't know if that's on bat. me I or like them. That <laughs> so good. Uh, so uh, let's do plugs. Lexi, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Hello? I guess not. <laughs> Lexi, are you there? Oh, I see a connecting thing on my Skype. I think my internet maybe have just maybe just died on me. Well, I think we lost Lexi. I think we did too. Uh Fabby, uh do you have uh, anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, you can find uh, everything I do at uh Fabi underscore Garza. Oh hey, is Lexi back? Yeah. Yeah, apparently my Wi Fi just like dipped on me for a sec. I don't know. Oh, oh, cool. Okay. That's fair. Uh, I'll finish plugs and you can go. Um, so, Fabi underscore Garza, everything I do, if, if there's a podcast that I'm on, if there's a game that I wrote for, you'll find it there. Also, a bunch of selfies. And if you're the type of person who likes looking at porn, I also do that. And you can find that either in OnlyFans or on Twitter at Fabi underscore Cutie. All right. Lexi, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, go to audioentropy.com. We got a bunch of podcasts there. And, uh, this, this, you know, if you like this one, there's probably some other stuff you'll like. Yeah. And Luke, do you have anything you'd like to plug? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. 
Uh, you can find other podcasts I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as Let's Place, where we objectively rank every video game ever made. We really need to record one of those. Where's Pod When I'm Scared, a podcast about Veggie Tales. <sighs> <laughs> And uh, we're starting a brand new show. It will might already have an episode or two out by the time you're hearing this. I don't remember. Uh, we finished Reprise Kids, where we covered the Spy Kids film. So now we're moving on to our next project. Life is a Reprise Way, where we cover the entire Cars media franchise. Okay, Disney I Pixar's Cars. I didn't know the title until now, and boy, is that a stretch. <laughs> I'm sorry, Luke, uh, could you do me a favor yeah. and repeat the name of that show? That's Life is a Reprise Way. Thank you for that reprise, Luke. I don't like it. It doesn't go well with the song. You can't... Life's life a reprise, reprise way. way. Okay, yeah. You can podcast You, you, you have to contract Life long. is into Life's to make it work. Boop, 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 boop. Perfect. All right. That's going to do it for us this week. Uh, sorry about the kind of rushed ending, but we're do- we we got to go. So, for Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Luke. I've been Fabi. I've been Lexi. And may the power protect you always. Life is on the prize way. I'm gonna drive it all night long